Welcome back to Uncorrelated Minds with Kevin Kalaki of Cenocera Capital. I'm Patrice Sikora. In his introductory podcast, Kevin described what went into forming his own wealth management firm and what makes it different. Today, he will be joined by Connie Sullivan to discuss family office services. Many wealth management firms use this term, but few truly provide the same level and scope of services expected by families of significant wealth. In this podcast, you will learn how Sinacera Capital brings a complete family services offering to their families. So it was early 2020, January 2020, and I realized I had a problem at the firm and, and it wasn't any type of clairvoyance and seeing a global pandemic heading our way. But the problem was that I was receiving or potentially receiving some new referrals to the firm of families of significant wealth that also were requiring family office services. And I'll save the definition for that later. And really what was happening was I was getting calls from attorneys and CPAs and other professionals that serve these family offices. And they said, Hey, I know you've got the new firm up and running. I've got this wonderful family and they're spinning down the family office and they really want to have an outsourced solution like yours. Do you do family office services? And I said, no, but it's in my business plan for 2022. And that happened two to three more times before I realized I need to accelerate that piece of my business plan. And so naturally I called one of the, the smartest, most organized human beings I know, who is Connie Sullivan. And I asked her, Connie, I've got this issue where I'm just losing business because I don't have this up and running and I really need to build it out. And I'm not quite sure how to do it. What are your thoughts? And she looked at me and she says, well, well why don't I run it for you? And I said, well, that's like taking a sledgehammer to attack, Connie. You're, you have a titan of a background to be doing this type of work. And she said, I would love to be a part of this and to help you grow Cenocera Capital and, and get things rolling. And so after I got done pinching myself and waking up that Connie was actually going to join me at the firm, we got to work and behind her leadership have built this entire division out. So Connie, thanks for, thanks for joining me today. And thanks for joining me on this crazy journey. And, and again, thanks for being a partner here at the firm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Good. So Connie, I'll say this. The most common question that we get when it comes to family office services is what are or what is family office services? And just to to give the listeners a little beware here, you might hear one of Connie's big pet peeves in this answer. (laughs) Well, family office services can be broken down into three areas, financial administration, family governance and education, and philanthropy. My pet peeve is that I look at so many sites for other wealth management firms, and I see a completely different description of family office services, preparing static financial statements and sending appreciated stock to donor advised funds. I mean, come on, that's what we do as a regular part of our business. Very true. So let's start with financial administration. So this is often the part that leads us to have conversation with families who ultimately do hire us at the firm. In fact, when a a very wealthy family establishes a new single family office, most times they end up taking the CFO from the company who becomes the head of the new family office. The reason they do that is because that person already has that tribal knowledge and most importantly, already has the trust of the family. Well, that's right, Kevin. It's a very personal relationship. 
there's a lot of detail that is offloaded to a trusted team. Financial administration comprises all the bookkeeping and record-keeping tasks that a family typically faces, paying bills, tracking credit card expenditures, keeping up with property taxes and insurance payments, document filing, and, and organizing for taxes. It can also include payroll administration, oil and gas interest tracking, and land and ranch expense tracking. Gotcha. And when we first started talking about this, we were batting around a number of ideas and we realized we really had two paths that we could take in terms of how do we structure the operation of your group and what are the pros and cons and the benefits of that. And as you know, everything we do at the firm and we can attest to this is it's not necessarily what is easiest for us, but what's the best outcome for the client. And so we looked at those two paths. The first path was, all right, let's grab some bookkeepers and accountants and we'll hire them in-house and we'll just blow and go with this new division. Or the other option we had was to outsource it with the best in class firm. Tell our listeners about what that process was like when we discussed it and ultimately why we ended up on the decision we did. Yeah, right. It was quite a process. As I recall, we interviewed a number of different firms. We did talk about hiring some bookkeepers of our own, but the decision came down to the fact that we are a fiduciary. We could have hired a few bookkeepers in-house to do this, but with a high-quality outside firm, we could bring a whole team of professionals, eliminating key man risk. And we could also provide the best suite of technology and systems SOC audits done annually, and a broad array of add-on services should the family want to add additional services in the future. So it just made sense to do that. And our process of interviewing a number of firms really was eye-opening too, because the array of services that they provided was very different. So we found who we think is the best uh, fit for our families and for us, and outsourcing was the answer. Yeah, I know also uh, just a quick story to that part. We recently were having a discussion with a family that's considering hiring us. And the story that we hear over and over again is I have a bookkeeper, or I have an accountant in some other state doing some other thing and they just take care of everything. And then I, I don't really know what happens, but they just take care of it. And that to me just sounds giant alarm bells of potential fraud or extortion and things of that nature. And so I know, Connie, we talked about this a lot when we ended up outsourcing this was having a group that had all of the firewalls built in to that system so that fraud became a near impossibility on their side and our side and the client side. There was always a system of checks and balances in place to ensure that funds were appropriately used. And that I think that too was maybe one more piece to why we went to an outsource. No, you're right, because you and I have both known many situations where something has gone wrong and it's just tragic. It really is. It really is. So now shifting just a bit, again, one of our core tenants here is why, why would a family need Cenus Era Capital to do their family administration? Well, most of our clients have spent years creating and building their worth, wealth. And now they want to be able to enjoy it. We can take all of those mundane tasks I outlined a few minutes ago off their plate and provide them with peace of mind at the same time. And there are additional benefits. Oftentimes it is one person in a household who pays the bills and takes care of the record keeping and so forth. With family office services, 
every member of the family can have access to that information and anything they may need. Document e-vaulting is a big part of this service. It's a valuable part. We use a secure portal to upload uh, various documents for the families. We can store estate documents, insurance policies, real estate documents, just about anything they may choose, passports, you name it. And Kevin, I'm sure you've seen many situations over your career in wealth management when one spouse dies and the other is left clueless about the most basic things. Yeah, absolutely. There's been a number of times where it was even a struggle to find the will or even a struggle to find a trust document, even especially a trust document. Those tend to disappear into filing cabinets at the back of closets and homes and and desks at offices over the years as, as they get created. They're often created, never seen again. And this process getting everything digitized, getting everything into the right spot, and also making sure that the people who need to see the docs are seeing them and the people who don't need to see the documents are seeing them. So if the children have a trust and then there's a big family trust and the parents only want the children to see the family trust where they're beneficiaries and they don't want to bring them in on that set of knowledge yet, having the ability to evolve that and, and really separate them makes a big difference. And I think again, too, going back that one of the key reasons why we do the family office services group is just to bring that peace of mind. It is uh, a couple of husband and wives where the wife runs all of the family household, all of the money. And he looked at me and said, something happens to her. We've got a key man problem. (laughs) And so we hope to at least alleviate some of that problem with our families. Well, I do want to note that the document e-vaulting that we do here at Cinecera is located in a secure filing system in the cloud. It's not proprietary to us, and a client can take the records with them if for any reason they decided to move to another firm. We haven't had that happen yet, but the functionality exists. Yeah, really giving families that the option to, or, or just reminding them that their data is their data. And we're just a custodian of that. We're just someone who's providing a service to help them. So, And uh, then speaking, we, become, we become the single phone call that a family member needs to make because we've got it all recorded for them. Exactly. So let's talk about that in terms of, uh, let's talk about family governance in education. This is something that I've actually had the the pleasure of working with a number of families in this area. In fact, one of the greatest honors that I've ever had in my career is when one of my families, the patriarch patriarch of that family, asked me to help them craft a family mission statement. And ultimately, that is something that is so close to a family's heart. And when you have a relationship with a family like that, where you are considered close enough to the heart to have an input in that process, to me, it was just a, a an immense honor. I, I couldn't have asked for anything more. And so things like helping them craft the family mission statement, how and when to make donations. So we get a lot of calls from people about, hey, I'm thinking about donating this organization. What do you know about them? And then I think when it comes down to the multi-generational wealth families with whom I've worked in the past, I've probably been fortunate, almost downright lucky uh, to have worked with families that were fairly well aligned in their thought process, especially around decision-making, philanthropic giving. And the reality is that most often that is not the case. No, you're absolutely right about that, Kevin. One thing we did early on was to bring in 
are an advisory board member who is a big player nationally and internationally in the next gen space. Chelsea Toller is president of her own foundation. She has spoken at and hosted a number of family office conferences, and she is involved with an international, many international organizations such as the UN Sustainable Development Solutions Network. In fact, I recently participated at Chelsea's invitation on an International Women's Day panel about helping next-gen members step up into leadership roles. Yeah, that was really neat to see that panel event go on, especially during COVID and, and a virtual event and having such big sponsors behind that International Women's Day, the Dell and just amazing groups. It was really neat to see you stepping out and, and helping Chelsea be in a panelist on that. And so shifting gears, just a touch here. I know, Connie, this is a favorite area of yours and we've touched on it just a bit before, but I'm going to say philanthropy, and, and there's more to that in the family office services space than there is just in the wealth management. So, you know, philanthropy on the wealth management side is much more about, hey, Kevin, how does this affect my taxes? You know, if I give this money, what is the effect on my taxes? But the reality is when a family becomes of a certain size and there's more than one voice or two voices in the decision-making factors of philanthropy, things are different and not always easy. So tell us about that, Connie. Well, yes, you are right that philanthropy is a favorite topic of mine. I love to give money away. Seriously, there are many causes that I'm passionate about, and it's important to me to be able to support organizations that are doing good work in those areas. And I love helping others to do the same for whatever causes are important to them. This could entail doing research into nonprofits, much like the research that we do on the private equity side of things at Cena but even more importantly is sometimes we are just providing a professional no to the multitude of charitable requests that come in to our clients. And you mentioned the, the decisions that have to get made within families, particularly intergenerational decisions that where the different generations may have completely different philanthropic goals and styles of giving. You know, one group may think that buying a table at a gala is the most, you know, or putting your name on a building is the most effective way to be philanthropical, whereas others may want to get their hands dirty and go off to Africa and dig water wells or whatever it may happen to be. So the work that we do to help a family consolidate their goals and aspirations into a charitable strategy and then helping them put it into place is really rewarding. Yeah. And I think too, uh, many times what we see in initial discussions and even ongoing discussions is that there's really a twofold process when it comes to actually, okay, we're a family, we're going to go ahead and make a gift now. You know, what, what are the most important factors in making this gift? The first First is pretty standard. It's why are we making this gift and to whom are we making this gift? And the second is how do we give? I touched on this before Connie got into the philanthropy piece of family office services, but really the number one, the why and, and to whom they're giving, that's generally known in advance. Families often don't come to us and like, hey, we want to give away a million dollars. Who do we give it to? They've already, they're plugged into a cause, a religious organization, a university, or some local charity or national charity that they've just been a part of for a long time and, and want to make a, a substantial gift. 
But really the second piece, how to give is extremely impactful across the family and, and not just from a tax standpoint, but also from a family dynamic standpoint. And so really helping these families realize that what used to be fairly difficult from a an implementation standpoint 15, 20, 30 years ago in the tax world, there are a lot of tools now that are easy to use. And it's really the melding of even more than one of those at any given time. It could be a donor advised fund with a charitable trust or, or something of that nature where you're really amplifying the tax impact and amplifying the philanthropic impact. And by that amplifying the tax impact, I mean, negatively bringing the tax impact down on the family and raising the philanthropic gift to a charity. So Connie, now that we've covered really the three basic, the core components of, of what we do and that it's not just sending reports are connecting our clients with CPAs or estate planning attorneys or sharing documents, you know, what are a few, what are a few examples or a few areas where families of significant wealth have problems, you know, that family office services at CNS Era Capital can help them solve those issues. Sometimes it's just a simple example of the cobbler whose children have no shoes. <laughs> you know, we have uh, very successful clients who are busy running their businesses and they really don't have time or don't want to devote time to paying bills and taking care of tax schedules at, at the end of each quarter or end of the year. Sometimes estate planning itself, the very process, can bring a heightened awareness to, as to the role that each family member plays in the family. And that drives the need to step up and say, wait a minute, we need to do something to put a structure around the roles of each family member. And sometimes that estate planning can also bring an increased level of complexity that uh, is frankly just a hassle to keep up with. So that's another reason. I think all of it really just comes down to our goal to simplify our clients' lives and in doing so, bring peace of mind and even if we can, a bit of happiness and joy in the process. There you go. So one last question for you, Connie. Who is not a good fit for family office services? <laughs> well, you know, that guy who just thrives in chaos. <laughs> It's probably that person who just has a pile of papers and boxes of receipts everywhere and just thinks that's normal and no reason to change. Yeah. The entropy of family office administration doesn't overwhelm you, then you're probably not going to feel a lot of benefit from getting organized. So we understand that. Well, Connie, thanks for joining me today and just letting our listeners know a little bit more about really why our family office services unit is different, why you are different in the role that you play heading that group and the resources that you have through the outsource structure we have built underneath you are really a value add and they're a security blanket to a lot of our families. So thank you for providing that. Well, thank you, Kevin. It's been a pleasure to talk with you today about family office services. Kevin and Connie, thank you so much for that insight into family office services at Cinesera Capital. Listeners, subscribe to this podcast and get the latest episode of Uncorrelated Minds. Share with others and please comment. Thank you for listening to the Uncorrelated Minds podcast. 
click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. For more information on the topics covered in this podcast, please visit the show notes page for links to further information at www.cenaceracapital.com. Cenacera Capital LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Cenacera and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. The information provided is for educational and informational purposes only and does not constitute investment advice and it should not be relied on as such. It should not be considered a solicitation to buy or an offer to sell a security. It does not take into account any investor's particular investment objectives, strategies, tax status, or investment horizon. You should consult your attorney or tax advisor.